What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Red Zone Radio. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Just your mics and Red Zone Radio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get your podcast. Today, um, there wasn't a whole lot of trades, but today it's pretty much just going to be a day of <laughs> me just defending a lot of people who over the past couple of days have just absolutely, really, really two people in specific, but it just got ripped by the media, by sports fans, by whoever. And uh, I'll start off with Urban Meyer. Listen, I'm not... Um, I'm not an, an Urban Meyer apologist, okay? I said when Jacksonville moved on from him, I kind of thought, you know, I, I understand it. I wasn't crazy about moving on from him, but I understood it. I'm not an Urban Meyer apologist. But I find it weird, okay? And I'm going to go into one specific quote that was given to him one specific quote that was apparently um said by urban meyer apparently urban meyer said who is this 99 guy on the rams okay look i understand people want to make headlines and make the store. Again, I was not there. Obviously, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you were not there either, right? We were not in the room. But don't you find it a little hard to believe that Urban Meyer said, didn't know who Aaron Donald was. And even if he didn't know that he went up to somebody and asked, who is this 99 guy? Do you really think he worded it and said it like that? He didn't look at the film, didn't look it up. Listen, I- I've watched the shows. People people are just bashing Urban Meyer, calling him all sorts of things. He wasn't the best NFL coach. He made some questionable moves. I will completely agree with you there. The Jaguars had every right to move on from. I'll agree with you there. Where I will draw the line is where a story comes out where apparently Urban Meyer, one of the greatest football coaches of all time, college, albeit in college, doesn't know who Aaron Donald is. Your average NFL fan working a 9-5 knows who Aaron Donald is. Um... I, I just don't believe it. I do not buy into it. I don't believe it. Listen, <laughs> we act as if, first of all, can I say, why is it feel like this whole Urban Meyer thing just keeps on getting rehashed? Like, like I seriously feel like, I mean, he got fired, what, two months ago? Month and a half ago, something like that? People aren't people aren't talking about him, and then he comes back up in the news again. By no fault of his own. Urban Meyer, was, in my opinion, was never given a fair shot in the NFL. Now, 
I will still agree with anybody who says he didn't make the best decisions. He had a couple off-field things that we didn't like. Listen, I, I'm all for it. I completely agree with those. Where I draw the line is where Urban Meyer apparently doesn't know who Aaron Donald is. Um, I, I think that, I think that to me, that made that whole thing lose all credibility. It, it, I mean, it really did. And listen, I'm not saying that, um, I mean, apparently now people are like, oh, we are so scared of losing our jobs. I, I cannot, I really hate it when, um, I, I hate it when somebody, Okay, so Urban Meyer lost a job, right? Um, but it's been gone for two months. He didn't do anything illegal. He didn't, you know, he didn't, he had a couple things that were like, a couple reports from people that were like, okay, this is too far, and they let him go. But there's no point in keep in to keep bringing this up and to keep rehashing it. Because it doesn't just make Urban Meyer look bad. It makes Jacksonville look bad. I think if you're Jacksonville, the best thing you do is get fans to focus on your new young quarterback, Travis Trevor Lawrence. Get tr- tr- focus on tra- tra- Travis Etienne coming back, Doug Peterson. Focus on the future. Why are you going back in time two months ago into something that in ten years? Be honest. You're, if you're, you're nobody. When when you look back years from now on Urban Meyer's career, you're not going to think about the, the his rough one year go with the Jaguars. You may remember it, but that's not what you're going to think about with Urban Meyer's legacy in football. You're going to see his Ohio State. You're going to think of Ohio State. You're going to think of Utah. You're going to think of him winning, beating Alabama, and then Sugar Bowl. You're you're not going to think of this quote. That I I just don't buy into it. I mean, you, you listen, and and I admit I have no grounds to say this quote is wrong, other than the fact that I find it crazy and hard to believe that Urban Meyer doesn't know who Aaron Donald is. I just don't buy into that. Okay, another guy I want to defend really quick, um, Tua. So yesterday they acquired Tyree Kill, and today all anyone can say is hmm, Ty- Tua. Tua's going to hold back. Tua is the problem. Tua's going to hold them back. That's all anybody can say. Well, let me ask you this. I will, again, I'll agree with anyone who says, well, Tua's not quite the athlete or is not as good as Patrick Mahomes and what Tyreek Hill had in Kansas City. Okay, I'll agree with you there. I'll agree with you in saying, Tua's not quite, he's probably not a top, he's not a top five quarterback in the NFL. Okay, I'll agree with you there. I'll agree with you in the sense that Tua isn't as mobile as Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. Um, He doesn't have the arm strength of a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen. He doesn't have the size of a Josh Allen. Um... I'll agree with you with all those points. But my response is, who does? If you take the NFL right now, you have about, uh, I don't know, five 
roughly five to six quarterbacks that you can athletically group together at the top of the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, I'd include Matthew Stafford, um, Russell Wilson, uh, yeah, Justin Herbert. I'd say Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow kind of falls into that category. Kyler Murray kind of falls into that category. Um, Lamar Jackson kind of finds in that category. And you can raise it to eight or nine. But outside of those eight or nine guys, who are you looking at in the NFL that compares to those eight or nine guys athletically, arm strength-wise, size-wise, accuracy-wise, mobility-wise? Nobody, really. So, I mean, look, you're right. Tua is not the Tua is not the athlete of those guys or the size of those guys. And uh, but so what um, is, is what I would say. I, I I don't think it matters that much. I think Tua and the Dolphins are gonna be fine. I said yesterday, I there's something about this team that I don't love, and it's not because of Tua. It's because I I don't think their defense is elite. Um, I don't think their offensive line is elite. They've got their weapons cast is phenomenal, but outside of that, they got to work on some things. But look, Tyreek Hill, and the fact that they still have to face Bill Belichick twice a year, and the fact that they have to face Josh Allen twice a year doesn't help. So, uh, the it's I I completely understand that two is not the quarterback. Of, of those eight to nine guys, but come on. He's accurate. He can move. I've seen him play at Alabama. He's getting healthier. He's developing. He's getting better. He doesn't turn the ball over. Super efficient. I love Tua. And uh, I, I think the Dolphins are going to be just fine. All right. So... The Chiefs are potentially looking for a receiver. We don't know what's going to happen with DK Metcalf. Um, He might go there. But this is what I would say. The Chiefs have had, and I talked about this yesterday, so I don't want to go into it too much, but the Chiefs have had an interesting offseason, kind of a bad offseason, and a lot of it wasn't in their control. But they lost Tyron Matthew, they lost Tyreek Hill, and their division... And their conference just became a gauntlet. But when you look at the Chiefs, one of the problems that I think you're going to see come up within the next few years, and one of the things you're going to see happen with Patrick Mahomes, and I I love Patrick Mahomes, and they've been to four straight AFC championships. I mean, this (laughs) this team has certainly gotten their... This team is certainly dominant. But I think one of the things you're going to start to see is the Chiefs are going to have to learn very quickly how to move in and out weapons, um, perimeter athletes, in and out every year. They're going to have to learn how to recruit them. And I'm not questioning their ability to do that. 
because I know Andy Reid knows personnel. I know Andy Reid knows players. I know he knows what works Patrick Mahomes. I know Patrick Mahomes knows what works. But you're, you're looking at the Chiefs, and the problem with them is is that they're paying Patrick Mahomes a fortune. And understandably so, but we all knew eventually they were going to lose one of these people. We all knew they weren't going to be able to keep Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You know, a couple of years ago when they had that good team that was Super Bowl, we all knew they were not going to be able to keep uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Michael Hardman, Tyron Matthew, um, we all knew they weren't going to be able to keep all those guys for the rest of Patrick Mahomes' career. Now the apps, now the first obstacle comes into play, and you're going to see this start happening year to year. Um, because a lot of athletes choose money over winning. I'm not, and I, I, I'm not saying that in any sort of um bad thing because I totally understand if you're Tyreek Hill why you choose Miami. But my point is, you're going to have to find weapons in and out every year. Because Patrick Mahomes, as much as I love Patrick Mahomes, and as good as he's been, he's always had, since he entered the league, a surplus of weapons. Always. He's never had, he's never had a, you know, he's never had a bad supporting cast. And not that it's bad this year. You got Juju Smith-Schuster. And you're not probably not going to find another Tyreek Kill. But what you can do is, hey, we're going to get... Uh, what, what you can do is is replace him. Say, okay, we don't get Tyreek Kill, but we moved in Juju Smith-Schuster. Let's see if we get DK Metcalf. And then next year, like, okay, let's see... Uh, you know, let's see if we can get uh, Jameson Williams out of the draft. Or let's see if we can get a... Uh, Chris Olave out of the draft. They're not going to replace Tyreek Hill. But what they'll do is they'll give Mahomes weapons. Mahomes can extend plays. You protect him with the O-line. You're still paying a fortune. You're not paying them anything. Um, But you're going to have to see that with the Chiefs. They're going to have to continually, continually replace weapons every year, in and out, every year. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. I do apologize. I know this episode was a little short. Um, today was a bit of a slow news day, and I'm not the type of, uh, if you follow me for any amount of time, you know I don't just like to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't just like to make stories, not make up stories, that's not, I don't just like to speculate um, on a bunch of rumors um, day in and day out. Because I feel like you guys will get tired of listening to it every day. Um, and so what I do is, if there's news to talk about, I'll talk about it. Um, but I'm not just going to try to come on here and spew uh, my opinion all the time. Especially if there's not a lot of news to talk about. Not not even a lot, but especially if there's not a worthy story to talk about. And that way I'm not just rehashing the same stuff over and over and over again. Um, but... Uh, if you are still listening, I greatly appreciate it. Um, and uh, I would just like to say one more thing before we go.
Alright, one more thing before you go. Let me ask you a question. It's a very important question. Are you born again? Jesus said, if you're not born again, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. If you look in Luke 18, verse 15, he says, Then they also brought infants to him that he might touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked him. But when Jesus called them to him and said, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for it is the kingdom of God. Or surely I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, who by no means entered. And what he's saying here. God is saying. You have to be born again. Not physically. Spiritually. You must be spiritually born again. Jesus said you have to be spiritually born again. Into the kingdom of heaven. Like what does that mean? Well. Listen. Um. We all broke God's law. We've used the name in vain. We've had lusted, fornicated. We've all done evil stuff. That is not right in his eyes. Jesus says, He also, but we've all done stuff that's not right in his eyes. Um, but he said, uh, when he was dying on the cross, I think a lot of people have heard about the cross, but they don't understand the implications of it for them. When he died on the cross, he said, it is finished. Meaning he took the punishment of the world if, this is very important, he only took your punishment if you're born again. Born of the kingdom, on judgment day when you face God, he could say, your fine has been paid. Your punishment has been paid. Hell is the punishment for our sin. We all have sinned. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Jesus came, died on the cross, said it is finished. He took our punishment for us. But here's the thing. Just because he's willing to take it from you doesn't mean he already has. If you're not born again, he has not taken your punishment. So you say, well, how do I get born again? You must repent of your sins. Turn from them. And you're going to fall. Doesn't mean you're ever going to sin again. The Holy Spirit will convict you of it. But you're going to fall. And when you fall, the Bible says, for the righteous man falls seven times. Proverbs in the Bible says, for the righteous man falls seven times and he rises again. So, when you fall, you must repent of your sins again. You must confess them. The Bible says, if we confess our sins um, before God, he is faithful and just to forgive us for our sins. But here's the thing. Before any of this, you've got to be born again. You must have Jesus and the Holy Spirit live inside of you. And the way you do that is to repent of your sins and put your faith in Jesus to forgive you. You can't get to heaven by being a good person. If you break the law, if you murder somebody and you go to the court and you say, Yeah, but I've given millions of charity. This is just going to say, Okay, go ahead and walk. That's not the way it works. You're fine. There has to be a punishment. There is no forgiveness of sins without blood. Jesus' blood can pay your sin. Can pay for your sin. But you have to trust him and repent of your sins. Put your faith in Him. If you have any questions about starting your walk with God, a uh, couple of things, I, a couple of resources I personally suggest, crossexamine.org, or you can type in crossexamine on YouTube. Any questions about God you have, man, a man by the name of Frank Turk, I guarantee you he has the answers. Um, 
Living Waters with Ray Comfort. It will kind of give you an idea about what I'm doing here. And also, feel free to DM me. Um, Red Zone on Square Radio, feel free to DM me. I'll be happy to answer you. Happy to pray for you. One more thing, real God, just a quick prayer for you, dear Father. I ask that you touch this person's heart, that you convict them with the Holy Spirit. And that you let them see their need for a Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are still listening, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Have a great day, and God bless. And I'll see you next time on Red Zone Radio.